star scene opens looking at the front of a really dirty, terrifying motel. The light isn't on. Uh, there's no vacancy sign at all. It doesn't even really look open from the road. But as the camera kind of moves in and goes over to one of the windows, kind of goes through one of the windows, we see three of our characters still sitting in this room. What do you think the three of you are doing right now? Well, do, are, are these rooms so awful that they don't have a TV? I think they have a TV. I think, um, I think it's one of those like two beds, um, really shitty side tables, and um, just the small TV with the one little like rickety stand that barely holds it up. Cool, cool. I think Rose would be like fiddling with that and kind of looking at it curiously. I think Peggy is standing like by the window, by the door, kind of like people watching in the parking lot. Uh, I'd say Emily picked up whether it's a newspaper or a book or something to read and is just reading in a corner <laughs> or on one of the beds. Okay, so as the camera comes in, we first see Peggy um, as she's standing there, kind of curtain pulled back and just looking out into the parking lot. Um, how is Peggy looking? <laughs> Peggy looks like a very strange, like anachronism right now. She's She has changed again. She's wearing like a hoodie and some like and probably like yoga pants at this point because they haven't been able to get their own sizes of things and she has tried to fix her hair um but it's just it's very difficult there's no tools there's like a tiny terrible hair dryer in the bathroom so she's kind of just tried to pin her hair up as the best that she can um so her from the neck up she kind of still looks like she's from the 20s but she's you know wearing very casual modern day clothing um and she is looking a little bit better a little bit more color in her cheeks um but still you know pretty pale from the ordeal and it looks like she's lost some weight and as the camera kind of moves past her we see rose probably like plopped in the bed uh, in some position or the other Flipping through channels, holding the remote at least. Uh, how is Rose looking? Um, Rose looks exhausted. Um, probably like she hasn't slept in a few days. She does have a fresh change of clothes on, but they're they're very standard. Um, she's got a pair. She's got a black shirt, plain black shirt, and um, black sweatpants. Um, they do look like they fit her okay. Um, and yeah, I think. Uh, but she she definitely like. She does not look any better than the last time you saw her physically. Um, just exhausted, still a little wounded, um, and just, yeah. Um, right now she's looking very distracted because um, I I don't, I can't imagine that she would have like had a whole lot of access to TV in the 20s. I don't think that they were widespread in the United States then. So, um, 
Yeah, that's that's she's probably playing with that and as a little fascinated. And as we pull away from that, we see Emily sitting in a chair, probably reading one of the very few things that were that was found in this room, um, a TV guide that is a couple years old. So you see Emily sitting kind of curled up a little bit on this chair um, with the TV guide in her lap. Um, she's looking, I mean, healthy as a horse. Um, if a little harrowed, um, dark circles under her eyes. She's found medical gloves somewhere that she's pulled on and is wearing. Um, and in in conjunction with like sweatpants and just a sweater that she probably begged <laughs> to get washed before she put them on. Um, her hair, it looks like she's she's cut it herself. It's kind of a little bit messy, but not too horrible. Um, because, and she's just looking, like she's, she's reading it, but she's not like focusing on it, you know? Um, but she will periodically look up Look at Peggy, look at Rose, and then look back down and just kind of watch the two of them uh, neglecting to interact. <laughs> and I think it's been a solid 15 minutes since the agents left and a solid 15 minutes of silence. I, all but, you know, the small sounds of the TV is making as you're kind of flipping through different channels, but silence between all of you. Um, how long until that silence is broken? <laughs> probably, probably a bit, but I think Rose will eventually look up and say, do you think they'll actually come back? What, what are we going to do if they don't? Ugh, I hadn't... I hadn't even thought of that. I don't even know where we'd get cash. I can only assume my estate was all tied up when they were when I was presumed dead. Um, maybe there's a constabulary or something we could go to, um, or something. Well, no, it is. Among all of the other things, it's just it is strange. They seem to use that method for payment it's like it's almost like it's something from the past like a barter system i don't know um mm -hmm. i imagine there's going to be a lot of things i myself have uh, never seen a moving picture with sound let alone color um it's quite controlled by some sort it? of magical box it's uh, <laughs> a lot there's there's just so many different ones like where did all these people come from? How did... Hmm. We certainly don't uh, look like the actresses that I uh, remember. <laughs> no. No. We're going to have so much to get used to. Assuming right. that we survive post this and can go back to whatever normal is. Assuming that no one succeeds in murdering us, you mean? <laughs> Yes. Quite. To be honest, I... I don't think I... I think I could... That is to say, I don't think I, I necessarily would want to go back. 
as long as it could be safe here this time. Thank you, Emily. I broke a promise to someone I cared very deeply about. So yes, I would go back in a heartbeat. I would, I would do anything to see her again. Well, then we should make sure that you, that you can. Who's to say? I mean, any of the time travel that's happened thus far has been random, uncontrollable. It seems like Mars Corp is able to control it, but I mean... <laughs> what are the chances of us getting access to that? And there's still so much to understand. We went from one place to another, but was it, it wasn't the same time again. I don't understand really what happened there and how they control it and why. It's still so strange. Perhaps they'll find something in that building that'll at least clarify some things, if not everything we need. Is it wrong what that I'm not so sure I want to understand? <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think I don't think it is, Rose. Every time I've tried to understand something so far, it's uh, left me a bit worse off than than before. So no, I don't think that's <laughs> Stranger, wrong at all. Certainly not. What if we just, what if we can't go back? What are we going to do? Like, how, how are we supposed to get a job in a world that I don't understand? Well, I, I had the thought that this organization, it seems like some of them are good in at least some sense of the word. Uh, in my organization, there were times when we needed to uh, help, help someone who was providing evidence and we could set them up with a whole new life if, if necessary. And, uh, I don't know, perhaps there's someone who could do that for us. Except, you know, in the case that Emily can go back. I, I dedicated my life to learning and teaching and I cannot imagine a life where I can't do that, if I'm honest. Well, <laughs> I think there would be a market for a, a some sort of fiction novel about uh, some uh, erstwhile travelers from the 20s uh, going through Mira to, to modern times. And no one would believe it. Perhaps. But Arabella was more of the fiction writer. That's true. Well, you could write it like an autobiography. No one would <laughs> know the difference, really. I, I suppose... I would have a unique guy for what would now be considered antiques. 
That's certainly true. Wait. I wonder if there would be a market for that. Uh, examining people's things um, and letting them know if they had value. <laughs> yeah. I suppose that. In any case, it does. No, go ahead. No. Go ahead. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Feels nice to laugh. I don't think any of us have uh, done that in a, in a little while. Haven't had much reason to. Right. I shouldn't have slapped Agent Cross, should I? I mean, he was oh, being yes. a bit of a oh, prat. Oh yes, so. you should have. Oh yes, you should have. <laughs> hmm. I did tell him off quite a bit. Uh, perhaps I'll apologize when they get back, but perhaps not if he continues to be a bit of a prat. You know. He does. He does seem to wear that attitude like an armor. Yeah, he does. Yes, quite. Well, um, seems that uh, we might have some time on our hands. Uh, what would anyone say about um, perhaps getting something stronger than uh, we've been drinking and uh, maybe letting loose a little bit? <laughs> oh, sounds lovely. Gosh, I haven't done that since college. Well, I've been looking at, <laughs> I've been looking at the at, at the um, people coming and going out the window, and it seems there's no uh, etiquette at all. I mean, there's a child laying on the ground right now, rolling around, <laughs> and his mother looks like she doesn't know what to do. So I think that uh, we could probably do whatever the fuck we want, and uh, no one would even uh, bat an eye. I suppose we look normal <laughs> enough to go outside now. Apparently. Yeah. Emily looks down at the sweatpants that she's wearing. <laughs> Is this something that they wear out? This feels very... Um, exposed. I don't know. <gasps> Not fond. A little too overly casual. It's given me an idea. <laughs> what if we look at this moving picture box? Press, press the chill button until we get, until we see something that looks like, I don't know, what we want to look like. And then we'll go do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's worth right. a try, I suppose. Here's the, um, I, I think Agent Cross called it a, a rip. Remote? Like, yeah. Yeah, you... I... That's... That makes sense. Uh, well... <laughs> we, can, we can pick up... So I think Peggy will take it and just kind of, like, start surfing, looking to see if anything's catching our eye. Hitting the chill button? Um... <laughs> Hitting the chill button. <laughs> That's what she says. Just not the vol button. Don't hit the vol button. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I think I think there's just this moment where like the three of you all like gather on, you know, or pull up your chair or all sit on the edge of the bed and you're flipping through these channels. And I think you can decide which of you like it catches 
the eye of, but I think you start to start to um, go by a uh, the name is totally escaping me right now where they have the storage units and they're like oh like seeing storage how much wars the items yeah like like appraising the items antique roadshow <laughs> something like that yes there's there's many different ones but I think you start scrolling past one of those and so you see you know people appraising all of these antiques and it kind of catches your eye. They have all these beautiful things in those ugly buildings? Bizarre. You know, I think I had one of those in my powder room. Back you home. also hear the amount of dollars that they're saying for many of these things as well. <laughs> I'm sure it sounds extra outrageous to us with inflation. Holy shit. Yeah. I can't imagine what? that they would give someone enough money to buy a house for a vase. Also, I'm, I'm a little bit unnerved that I was just talking about this, and there it is on the screen. Perhaps this device uh, is has some sort of a magical component or a listening, listening thing. At that, Rose immediately turns it off. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, anyhow, I think I've got enough... Um, Inspiration, shall we call it, seeing uh, how how the people um, look. I'm a little bit relieved that um, not everyone looks like this. It's uh, a little um, disheveled yes. for my taste. Quite. Um, well, wait, but those that vase was the cost of a house. What is it? Clothing going to cost? They didn't oh. give us. Did they give us money? Actually, they didn't leave. Yeah. <laughs> What are we supposed to... Do we have any kind of means of contacting anyone? Or did any of the agents leave any of their things? Could we look around? I think they probably left one burner phone. Um, but they probably told you, since they're going into that building and they don't know what they're going in for, they probably told you they will call you. Right. <laughs> but you do have this little flip phone burner phone. <laughs> just message him. Just text him, hey, you up. Money. Um, <laughs> oh god, texting would be so beyond. Especially because <laughs> it's a flip phone, so it's the it's the it's only the T9. <laughs> well the only thing I can think is that we have to decide do we want to ask? Or do we want to go and ask for forgiveness later? For the hell of it, I'm going to say that you saw a liquor store, um, like, right down the road. It'll probably take you ten minutes to walk there from here. I am not proud of it, but, I mean, I didn't make quite the habit of persuading or tricking people into giving me their things. <gasps> Well, this one time, I'm going to approve of that. Uh, you know, um, desperate times, uh, I think someone said sometime, uh, call for uh, desperate measures. Okay, okay. All right. We can certainly try. Well, <laughs> act natural. <laughs> 
Emily stands up pin straight. <laughs> Actually, wait. Uh, hold on. And Peggy goes into the bathroom and like combs out her curls. She's seen enough people on this television um, to know that's not in style. So she just kind of tries to comb it and like like as much as she can and it's not working so she pretty much just gets it wet and then combs it like as straight as it can go um and then she's like i'm ready <laughs> i think rosa's hair would have already like fallen to pieces and she's pulled it back and now it's just kind of in a pretty casual messy bun so. i'll pick up our key which is it one of the swiping keys or is it like a lock ah uh, hmm this is a really shitty it's a shitty hotel this is a really shitty hotel. I think you it's have probably an like a jangly key, key with like yeah. a dangly thing. With like the big thing the... on it. All right. Yeah. Uh, Emily will pick up. No, no, she won't. Um, she'll point the key. <laughs> she reaches for it and then's like, mm. too many people have touched that. Um, I, I do you want one of you want to carry the key? Take it. Um, She'll step out, continuing to be unreasonably stiff. <laughs> so you go, you leave the motel room. I think so. All right. Yeah, we're adventure. bringing the phone. We're bringing the phone just in case. Yeah. But we're okay. not calling anyone just yet. Yeah. Okay. So there is this almost like teen movie sneaking out of the house <laughs> scene. <laughs> we see the we see the motel door open up yeah, and the like... three of you like come out and you're like just looking <laughs> looking around. <laughs> Shut the door, lock it. Probably tuck the key. You have the phone and the key in your pocket. And um I think you hear like the kid that was laying on the ground just like screaming, throwing a fit about something, and you hear uh, the mom probably not even really doing anything, just talking on the phone, yelling at somebody. Uh, so there's this like immediate burst of noise as you come out, and they're not really paying you any mind. When we get where we're going, I'm assuming there's going to be someone like like a shopkeep um i will talk to them and distract them and keep their attention on me and maybe you can slip whatever looks interesting in those pockets you the, your clothes look a little oversized so it looks like you'd be able to fit something in there rose are you asking a police officer to steal <laughs> i mean alcohol <laughs> well oh. it's it with Dealing with criminals, you it, you should know like how how they think and how they did things, right? So she, you should actually be really good at this. That's true. I like that spin. That uh, it's a matter of skill. And hell, we are a uh, hundred years past uh, when I was working, and probably that means like seventy years past my retirement. So who cares? Let's go. <laughs> And then I think we see the three of you walking off uh, towards the liquor store. <laughs> and then we hear the of the bell as the door opens and the three of you walk in. You see it is, I mean, I don't really know what you were expecting, uh, but what you see is 
the same just dingy, terrible lighting. Um, you see shelves stocked full of liquor, various different liquor. And the person behind the counter, you see there are the, um, like the protective, uh, like grates, or I don't even really actually know what to call them, but you know, it's closed off to outside with one little slit down below where you can pass your money and, um, He sees you come in, kind of gives a little wave, and then looks back down at his phone, and he's just scrolling. Honestly, he already seems pretty distracted. This shouldn't be too hard. <laughs> Rose is gonna go over to um, where the guy is looking down at his phone, and he's gonna kind of lean over. Ah, oh, excuse me. Uh, well, we were traveling from uh, from down in North Carolina, and, um, well, our vehicle broke down, and we're a little lost. Can you, can you tell me, where are we currently? Like, what state are you in? What city? I, I know we're in Massachusetts, right? Yeah, you're just outside of Boston. Okay, okay. Um, if we wanted to get back to Boston, what, what road are we taking? Uh, and he just kind of points out and kind of gives you some directions that really don't mean anything necessarily. He's like, you could just call an Uber. An, an, I'm sorry, a what? An Uber? Uh, it's like a taxi. Oh, uh, we're, we're from a small town. We don't really have much use in taxis, so I'd never heard of that. You've never heard of an Uber? And uh, he's kind of glancing <laughs> around at, what are the other two doing at this point? <laughs> so since, since we know that Emily's going to be the one taking stuff i think that peggy is filling up a cart with like every whiskey just like every different <laughs> like she's looking at the whiskeys and like and then she's gonna um, get in line and act like she's gonna pay for it all so okay we'll see yeah, what happens so then but just to give further distraction she's just like clinking around bottles and putting a lot in the cart Perfect. At what moment is Emily going to try to swipe something? I think as I see the the person behind the counter kind of lean and start pointing away, that. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll that stealth. Uh, I am going to give you, I think, advantage on this. Roll twice. Thank God. Jesus Christ. Oh, great roll, great roll. This was that such was a good idea. Great. This was not a good idea. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I should not have worn gloves for this. <laughs> the other one jumped out of my dice tray. Does that count? Can I? <laughs> I think we need like an extra 20% because um, he's distracted so well. <laughs> mm. I'll tell you what. I'm going to make an alertness rule right now. Oh, yeah, okay. <clears throat> if if I fail it, you can have another roll. Thank God. If I succeed, <laughs> you've been you've been you've been seen. Sure, sure. That's fine. I got an Please 83. Fail. I got Thank an 83. Thank fucking God. So, <laughs> one more roll. Okay, taking the gloves off. <laughs> 
I wish I could blow on your dice right now. Be like, yeah. <laughs> All right, Yasmin dice, don't fuck me now. <laughs> I'm using different dice. There are no rooftops around here. Come on. There's no rooftops, exactly. Bam. Oh no. 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 What it's is it? better. <laughs> it is only one level of failure instead of three. Uh, but it's still a fail. <laughs> okay. So uh he's kind of pointing out. Talking to you about an Uber, kind of looks over, sees Peggy filling up this cart and then, like, coming around <laughs> to come stand in line, like, approaching Rose's side, basically. Um, and then he looks over and he sees Emily grab onto something. Where were you going to put it? Probably a pocket. Okay, grab onto something and, like, go to stash it away. And uh, he just says, hey, um, are these all together? Oh, yes. Um, you can bring that over here. I'm almost ready. Uh, I've got it all. I will do the thing. Okay. Um. <laughs> bring those over. Uh, you're just putting bottle after bottle after bottle up on this counter, and, and he's just looking at them like, wow. Um, you said you're out of town, or from out of town, huh? And he's just kind of like pulling them over and beginning to ring them up <laughs> oh yes we're, we're visiting family it's quite a large family you all related you <laughs> kind of looking from like person to person <laughs> to person seeing no uh relation at all we're, we're cousins like i said quite a large family <clears throat> that's right um that's right uh, it's a uh, a large family and um not a great family, if you know what I mean, which is why we need all the alcohol. Uh -huh. So, all right, uh, he's ringing you up one after another, after another, after another, and then once he's finally finished, uh, he's like, "All right, that will be. We're looking at uh, one hundred eighty-three dollars and fifty-four cents." Oh, eighty-three dollars and fifty-four cents. That's that's. I might just want to buy a car. Now, isn't it? <laughs> uh, all right. No. Now you can see why fine. the car broke down. Right. <laughs> but uh, let me just get out my um, payment plaque and uh, hold on. Did you say payment plaque? <laughs> oh, I seem to have. Um... Oh no, I seem to have forgotten my wallet. Uh, oh, it was did... in the car. Oh no! Oh no! It might it might be broken into by now. We didn't stop at the the best streets. This town doesn't seem very savory. I'm not gonna lie. And she just rose, or Peggy just picks up like one of the bottles of whiskey and holds it up. You know what? I don't need all those. Can I? Can I? Can I just have this one? We've had a really long travel, a really rough day. You know, yeah, and he starts like deleting items from the from the list, leaving the one item there, and he's like, "That is uh, nineteen dollars and eighty three cents." Oh no, I meant, uh, can I have it? Can I? <laughs> can I just have it? Please. We don't suppose you're inclined to some charity today for some for some pretty ladies. Peggy and Rose. <laughs> I need you to roll something. Uh, Persuade? Let's see. 
Yeah, is there a persuade in this one? Yeah. Yeah, persuade or just a straight charisma if you would like, if that's higher. If my charisma showing is 10, would it be, are we doing like, would it be 50? It, it would be your times five, yeah. Okay. Oh, for crying out loud. I have a 70 in Persuade and I got an 87. <laughs> Incredible. Can I, I got it? a 29 under 40. Oh, yes. Okay, good. Perfect. Okay, so there's this moment where he's like looking at all of you and he sees... A lot of your clothes don't entirely match or look like they were picked out um, by choice. Um, and he's just kind of looking all of you over. He sees how frazzled Peggy looks, having tried to, like, brush through the curls and, like, the wet hairs. <laughs> he's just looking at everybody and he's like... Sure, that one's on me. Just... Just go on. Don't tell anybody. Don't don't seriously, I'm not I'm not giving out free booze to anybody that comes in here. We don't, don't know anyone to tell. Thank you so much. Bless you, sir. I feel yeah. like also it was probably one of those things where Peggy thought she was being super charming, but really behind her rose was just like doing a pout <laughs> face like that. You know? like, so Peggy's kinda like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I still got it. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much. Uh, we would not have been able to to handle Uncle uh, Frank without this. So, thank He's you. He's real all. handsy. Very handsy. All of them, both. I mean, both, both. He only has two. Although after the accident, he is missing a couple fingers. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, any, anyway. He's like, okay, well, good luck with Uncle Frank and with your car. Right. Um, and she kind of just backs away, just like, thank you, holding holding it up, you know, like, <laughs> backing out. <laughs> and the three of you, like, burst out of this place victorious. <laughs> I can't believe that word. <sighs> I'm not entirely sure. Well, we got the bottle, and that's really what matters. Right. Do you I think it's any better um... than it was when we were when we were young? I hadn't thought of that. I mean, it has to be, right? You would think so. Doesn't I it get we'll see. better with age? Wasn't that There's a only thing? one way to find out. <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and... I'm sorry, are we doing this on the street? That's straight gin. Can we at least put it in a glass or a cup? It's no offense, but there is no way I'm sharing a bottle with the two of you. Oh, right. Oh, uh, oh I just thought yeah. the, you know, the... The alcohol kills the germs, right? God, I wish. <laughs> right, right, right. We've got one. We'll share it. We'll, we'll be um, considerate. I'm considerate. I think Nothing we. Else. I think we hard cut back to the motel room. <laughs> We've got little paper cups. I think. I think We're there aren't even like. <laughs> They're I dirty glasses. There are all these like uh, disposable like. Um, the tiny little paper cups, basically like shot glass style yeah. worth of liquid. Tiny little paper cups in here, and you are just <laughs> setting them out and filling them up. And yeah, uh, take it away. How 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 <laughs> far do you want to take this? Like, how drunk I are you? I feel like it's 
I feel like it's the camera in the round around the table, like that 70s show, you know, <laughs> like, or Reservoir Dogs, where it just like goes around the table. Yes. And we're all just getting increasingly fucked up. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yep. Yep. All right. I, I, I would imagine that, um, yeah, that Peggy would start. All right. Emily. Truth or dare? Oh gosh, my students used to play this. Right. Um, truth. Right. Would you rather lick the buttons on the channel changing box for the picture box or kiss Agent Cross? Oh god, there's so many germs on each of them. <laughs> I... <laughs> Oh, God. At least I kind of know where Agent Cross has been. Does it have to be on the mouth? Because he could wash his hands really well and I could kiss that. has to be on the mouth. Oh, God. Um. Huh. Oh, God. You know what? I think I could clean him better than I could clean that thing. So I guess Agent Cross. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he might not be uh, inclined. We don't know that. It, I think if you did like a little mouth like a fish, we know he likes to fish. Like, a... <laughs> you like that? <laughs> Peggy's pretty drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like the fish lips was like super exaggerated. <laughs> I can't wait for Adam to see oh, this. Oh, God. <laughs> uh... Oh. All right, no. that was good. I'll let you out of your misery. It's your turn. Uh, all right, all right. Um, Rose, truth or dare? Oh, um, truth. I, I suppose I should start telling those now. <laughs> Emily looks at you <laughs> and then looks at Peggy and then looks at you again and says, and she's quite drunk, and she says, listen, if I have to say if I'd rather kiss Cross or those buttons... You have to say if you'd kiss Peggy if she asked. Mm. After the things spit that take. you two said. Immediate spit take from Peggy. <laughs> after the things you two said in that safe house before, I feel like you two haven't talked at all. And it's ridiculous. We're alive, aren't we? Start acting like it. And at this point, you hear a knock on the door. Oh, oh, I'll, I'll oh, get it, I'll, I'll get, get it. it. Oh. <laughs> Are you all right? You have to. Rose is going to. Hello. You open the door. Uh, you see, standing before you, kind of surprised that you opened the door. Uh, you see Agent Foster. Um, and she kind of raises up her hands again, surprised that you opened the door without like asking who it was or anything. Immediately smells the alcohol. And kind of, like, glances in, sees the scene that is happening inside. Uh, can I come in? Would you like a drink? We, they didn't leave us money. Do you have money? <laughs> she's, she's like, okay, <laughs> we need to get some water. <laughs> come on in, give her a, uh, Rose, give her a Dixie cup. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they cute? 
cute. They're so little. I don't think they would be worth you very know, I, much. I, I once arrested a, wow. a prostitute named Dixie. <gasps> I bet that was an interesting arrest. Oh, it was. It was. Yes, here, have a drink. She comes in, closes the door. I was here to make sure you have someone watching your backs while the agents investigated the facility, but I can see you have it covered. Oh. How that, drunk are we right now? And she's like trying to look into like your eyes. <laughs> well, <clears throat> if you if you want to ask me if I'm drunk, I'll ask you a question. Does the Pope wear a silly hat? <laughs> Does he still wear a silly hat? Is that still a thing? I can't imagine the Catholic Church changing much. Very fair. Well, I'm on the edge of my seat. She's just looking like her entire plan was hopeless. Um, trying to... She seems amused by all of this, but is like trying to stay on this professional level. And she's like, a couple of you are injured. Right. I, I was told I needed to find medical help for you. Yeah, yeah, actually, that would... I mean, the the, the drinking is helping significantly. I'm in a little sure. less pain, but... Yes, these two are terribly injured and should be looked after. I'll look after this and I'll take the gin bottle away. <laughs> Okay, um, here are your options. And she's like eyeing how much of the alcohol is gone already, and she's like, holy shit. Um, here are your options. I was going to take you to get patched up a little better. Um, and I was going to take you to get some better fitting clothes. Yes, that's what... That's what we were just talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, we should get patched up. We do, we do have boo boos, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yes, let's do that first. Are you all gonna puke in my car if I let you ride with me? Absolutely not. We would never. Just because I'm hundred years old. <laughs> I've never That's vomited <laughs> from alcohol in my entire life. Great. <laughs> Listen, you're young enough to be our granddaughter. You mm -hmm. can trust us in your vehicle. <clears throat> okay. Um, <laughs> leave the bottle. Yes, ma'am. No. Set it down very firmly. <laughs> Peg, you'll Follow take me. one. Just a quick finish the cup. For the finish the Dixie cup. Yeah. <laughs> And um, the four of you head to Agent Foster's car. Uh, getting in, probably slamming the doors a little harder than you need to because you are you can't really judge exactly <laughs> <laughs> how hard you're shutting it at the moment. Um, every slam of the door, she's like, Duh. okay. Um, starts the car. I think Rose and Peggy probably also at that time have like a you go first, no you kind of thing. <laughs> Emily sits in the front. <laughs> of course she does. Of course. Perfect. Um, 
<laughs> so we have three of you just drunk in Foster's car <laughs> as Foster is beginning to go down the road. You can see um, you are being brought into Boston. Like, you can see, like, you're, you're passing signs and everything, and you're like, oh, yeah, these are the directions that we were given. And <laughs> I think maybe Rose even repeats a couple directions here and there. Like, um... Mm -hmm. If he told you, oh, you'll see this right before this sign, Rose is like, this right before the sign, and like repeats all of it as you're going. Oh yeah, he mentioned we would see a giant statue of a of a of a barker. Like that is really tacky. Did, why would you have that? Why would anyone who's gonna eat a burger that be? <laughs> And you are seeing traffic, like heavy traffic. You're seeing cars that look really foreign to you. Um, you are seeing um, tall buildings on every horizon at this point as you're getting closer and closer into the main part of the city. I think Peggy's face is completely like pushed into the window, trying to look up at the top of the skyscrapers, like <laughs> like a child, you know, who's never been to the city. I I think Rose um, might be a little overwhelmed at all of the vehicles on the road, but also still a little inebriated and just kind of like playing back and forth in her seat, kind of like a kid would do because she used to. She was pretty much a champagne and wine drinker um so <laughs> and i think there also might be some like hands on the middle seat with some pinkies that are getting precariously close to each other yep sure yep. is, sure is. <laughs> but Watch neither it. of them still is like <laughs> doing anything about it yet like purposefully <laughs> not looking in to the car you're both looking out yeah just like i'm just like yeah. this but i'm just like i'm putting my <laughs> hand in the middle just, just in, in case, case. <laughs> <laughs> maybe sometimes when a pothole is hit we'll like accidentally like, bump and then mm -hmm. just but yeah still keep the hand there mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. wonderful i feel like emily is muttering to herself kind of after the joviality is kind of wearing off and the stress is coming in from being in an enclosed space with a person she's not used to in this chaos that is that is a, a big city, you know, compared to what she's used to in London in 1900s. Um, she'd start muttering about, like, uh, uh, we could have moved to Boston. We could have been here in Cambridge. Cambridge. I could have done Harvard instead of New York University. Why did I decide to do that stupid boat? That's like just kind of muttering to herself. Um, lost Get in her own the thoughts. boat. They said it's gonna be fun. They said <laughs> I'll come back. I said <laughs> we can talk about it later. God, I'll I was see you stupid. next Tuesday. They said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think you're noticing, too, um, the rear view mirror and the side mirrors have been, like, taped over. Like, there is... Okay, that's good. There's full tape over all of them. So, um, you see definitely getting strange looks from other vehicles going by. And you're noticing the amount of eye contact that you make with people. 
if you're looking at them when they look over uh, as they're driving by, because all of you are like looking out the windows. So eye contact the whole way as vehicles are passing other vehicles and a lot of strange looks. Um, and you are taken to a hospital. Um, but you see, I mean, you see this huge parking lot and Foster doesn't park there. Foster goes around towards the back of the building, um, where you see this, um, back entrance. And as she, as we're pulling around there, you see a man with dark hair and a trimmed beard with like, almost like abnormally pale skin, just like this just really pale dude. Um, stands leaning against the building. And as the car is pulling up, he's looking around to make sure that nobody's watching. And I think, I think Peggy would notice, <laughs> I think Peggy would notice, um, the camera that watches back here is turned to face the wall. Oh. So it's not, it's not actually seeing any <clears throat> of this that's happening here. Um, as... The car pulls up. I assume Foster is the first one to get out as the other three don't have the quickest mobility right now. Um, Foster gets out of the car and is like, come on, come on. And starts walking over. Um, as you're as you're kind of moving to get out of the car, you hear the man say, come inside, hurry, stay quiet. And then turns to Foster and just says, what do we have? And Foster is just filling him in. Gunshot wounds, veterinarian's patch job. And he's like, okay, good, good. That bought some time, but we need to get to work on proper treatment. And they seem to kind of be just talking about you as if you're not there, as they're just waiting for you to follow them inside. What do you do? Do you think they'll give us some laudanum? It has been a long time since I've had some laudanum. Maybe some opium. That's probably, they probably still have that. I would assume the, so. The gin was better than it was when we were young. Perhaps there's something better yet for the two of you. Right. Mm -hmm. I, it's certainly stronger. I don't know about better tasting, but <laughs> it'll do. <laughs> I feel like as we get closer, though, Emily starts to get jittery again and is maybe mm -hmm. wringing the bottom of her sweater. Um and she kind of stops short as the other two start to walk inside and just says to Foster, is there any way I can stay in the car or something? I really don't like hospitals. But, um, Emily, you're a doctor. You should be looked at. Not that kind of doctor. I'm not the kind of doctor you call when you get hurt. I'm the kind of doctor that digs up bones and identifies them. Very different types of doctor. <laughs> Perhaps uh, you could just we could stay together. Uh, I don't feel wonderful about you being uh, alone by by yourself outside, alone by yourself. Last time we were in cars, it didn't go so well. I suppose that's true. Don't want to be <sighs> suddenly separated and alone. Fair enough. Um offer to hold your hand but i don't think that would make you feel any no <laughs> no i'll just not touch anything well okay. if it means anything this place looks cleaner 
than anything I've seen before <laughs> in a hospital. So perhaps there's some uh, the hole we came out of just now too. Right, you pick up some <laughs> tips. Perhaps. Yeah, the I'm doctor at this point. <laughs> the doctor at this point's like, I I assure you, it's all very clean. Right. See, very clean. He assures you. And if there's anything we know, it's when they assure you something, it's true. (laughs) (laughs) They're not going to kill us, right? They're not going to kill us. No. Why would he do that? That's crazy. We've been through a lot. (laughs) Emily kind of squeezes herself smaller and follows behind and just, like, keeps her hands to herself. (laughs) Um... Uh, as you're heading in, you you're going through this hallway, um, but you can you can just, I guess, for player reference here, not necessarily for character reference. You can just tell this is like an unused portion of the hospital. Like whatever mm. whatever room he has set up back here is not what it's supposed to be for. Um, it's just very back room sort of feel um you're kind of brought in you turn into a room and you see there are um already set up like two different um like hospital beds for you and there's a chair you see there's been like um all the any surgical gear that he might need has been brought in here as well but it's definitely I mean, it all looks clean. It all looks professional, but it's definitely not what this room is meant for. Uh, you also notice the camera in here has been turned around to face the corner as well. Um, Foster kind of looks to you and says, which of you has the burner phone? Which does have that. Uh, do you have it? I'm pretty sure Peggy put it in her pocket. Oh, I have key. it! Oh, I have it! And she, <laughs> f- she finds it. She, she's like, to, you know, patting her I think you you pull the phone out and the key jingles against the floor and Foster's just like, Jesus, like, picks down, <laughs> picks those up, sets the phone and the key on the counter, like, on the corner. Looks, looks at everyone and then looks at Emily, like, Verifying eye contact with Emily. This is where these items are. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to move the car. If you need something, do you know how to call me? And she points to the burner phone. Did they explain how to contact Um, each of the individuals? Like pre-program, like one and two sort of thing? No, I remember. I remember you. You open it up and then you hold it up and you say, I want to talk to Foster. And then the person on the other end, oops, you win. No. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> she opens it, like scrolls down just to the name Foster and hits call. And then you hear uh, oh. the phone in her pocket ringing. She closes it, sets it down. If there's an emergency. Technology is so interesting. It does such wonderful things. The doctor looks very confused right now. That's what I say. Nobody working at the switch switch line. Good luck, Doc. And Foster (laughs) leaves. 
Um, the doctor kind of turns to face all of you and is like, I am Dr. Clarence Pearson. Uh, most people just call me Clay. What are we, what are we working with? You're very drunk, yeah? <laughs> well, doctor, uh, <laughs> I was impaled. And then I was stitched up by a veterinarian. And my, my Rose here, my, my friend Rose here is, uh, also in a bad way. She was shot, uh, and you should probably so, look at her first. No, I think you should look at Peggy. She was impaled on a bone, which mm -hmm. was not ideal, and we had to rip her off of it. And not we, ideal, no, it was not. So, she was All unconscious right. for quite okay. some time. Look at her first. If I'm you're okay. going to be impaled on a bone, don't do it in a basement with no doors. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly right. And then, and then Rose got shot. So, but I don't recommend that experience it. either. Right. So Peggy first, I think. No. All right. Why don't the two of you sit down? I have two beds for a reason. Have a seat. Uh, <laughs> and he turns around. And he's starting to get cleaned up. Um, and uh, eventually, he kind of like pulls something over and is bringing over like a mask that will go over your face. And he's kind of bringing it over and holding it out to Peggy first. Uh, and he says. I know that you've been through a lot. Um, I don't know the details, but I don't... Um, it's better if I don't. And uh, words mean little to nothing these days, but you can trust me. I, Jen Foster trusts me. I, I've i been helping... The, the, I've been helping for a while. <laughs> he seems to not really know what words he's allowed to use, <laughs> necessarily. Um, this uh, will make you go to sleep. So, so that you don't feel that. the pain. Yes. That, uh, it's a mask. It is. Uh, with a tube. Yes. Right? Yeah, let's just put it on. And he, he is like waiting to see if you'll resist, but he is like putting it on over your mouth and nose. So she's just kind of, you know, as the as it hits her, it probably only takes a few seconds, you know. But she's like, "Doctor Jane Foster loves you. I love Rose. I don't even know her favorite color." Uh. <laughs> He's like, "That's that's it. Just count to ten. Uh, and turns over and has. Um, you see, he begins. So um, begins inspecting that. You you would hear the rest of you would hear like various um comments about the previous work of the vet um kind of like basically saying like that probably saved her life honestly um but there's a lot he has to undo to redo and he's just getting to work and you're sitting there for a good little while i think she meant it of course she did. You two are the cutest. You really ought to just stop with this nonsense and get on with it. She acts like she doesn't remember saying it. She only said it because she was dying. Well, doesn't feel. <laughs> you haven't mentioned it either, and you weren't the one dying, were you? 
I've never really known what it means to care about someone besides myself before, so I, I, I guess I didn't really think about it. Well, there you are, then. Best to just get it out of the way. <laughs> I should have done that, and I didn't, and it was nonsense of me. But you two are here together, and you might as well get it over with. <clears throat> I'm really sorry you're, you're alone. I'm not alone. I have two of you. It's wonderful. All friends. <clears throat> I would yeah, you have us, but... I mean, you know us now, but I'm sure it would have been a little nicer to have one of your friends with you. <clears throat> I lost... Between the ship and... The tunnels in the house, I lost everyone. Not even... Not even Stanford Clark made it out of that basement. Even... Uh, doesn't matter. We must keep going. Sun never sets the British Empire. Sun never sets on my potential for optimism, right? What good is it if we stop, if life continues on? Hmm. We'll, we'll be there. If, if we can't help you get back, we'll at least have someone here for you. I, I don't, I don't personally intend on going back. At least not unless she does. Yeah. I'll show you what the agents find at building and Go from there. But really, I mean... What if something went wrong while she was sleeping there, right? What if we got... I don't know, someone ran in through that door and tried to kill us all? You would lose your chance. And that's awful, really. Um... What harm could it do? I don't know. Worst she could say is no, and I don't think she's going to be saying no to that. But out of the two of us, she's always seemed to be the braver one, so for her to pretend, maybe she regrets it. <laughs> you haven't been watching her look at you, and she hasn't been watching you look at her, and... If I know anything, it's the look of a woman in love. Because I see it twice in front of me, right now. <laughs> the two of you. Rose just kind of looks down quietly. And, like, then looks up and just kind of watches as he works on Peggy, ready to, like, jump in if anything happens. I hope you're right. Of course I'm right, dear. Mm -hmm. You're very smart. I worked very hard for it. Gave up almost everything. Just about everything. And I don't regret it. Well, I regret getting on that stupid boat. But not anything else. And 
some more time passes, the alcohol wears off, and eventually the doctor comes up to Rose with a mask as well. And Peggy is still asleep, but says, your turn. You ready? I look at Emily for terrified for a little reassurance. I'll be right here, dear. I'll keep an eye on you both. And he just kind of helps put the mask over. Just count to ten. And make sure that you're, like, laying back and everything. And five seconds and you're out. And I think at this point, to not have silence in the room, he's just kind of, like, talking Emily through what he's doing. Uh, you're not sure if that's more for him or if that's more for, like, he thinks he's comforting you. Like, hey, two of your friends are unconscious over here. Let me just tell you what I'm doing, you know. Um, but he's just kind of talking you through what's what's happening. Um, and... What would Emily like to do with her time while she's waiting for Peggy and Rose to wake up? I think she... She is not, I mean, she's okay at, like, doing first aid stuff, but she has no interest in, like, watching that. So, honestly, I think she'd probably start asking him questions about the 2000s, even the 1900s, to be honest, of just, like, what what are some of the more most interesting things that have happened in the last 20 years? What... What, what new discoveries? I mean, medicine has come so very far that there must be all sorts of incredible things that have that have happened. I, we were seeing magic boxes you could just pull information out of. Is that ubiquitous? Everyone can access it. Everyone can get any information that they could possibly imagine. Like she's just questioning all of the things. Like, yeah, there were vases going for the price of houses. What does that? <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a very visible moment of, like, the moment he realizes you're not from this time. That's not something that was, like, explicitly given to him. And there's this moment of, like, this wave. He deals with crazy stuff, but not like this. And <laughs> this realization hits him, and then he almost seems... Actually, do you have anything in human uh, yeah, I have uh, 50. Okay, go ahead and roll that for me. Okay. I'm going to remove the glove for this, because trust these dice. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> I think Emily's still a little drunk. That's an 80 <laughs> over 50. Amazing. So <laughs> you don't really get much other than he seems a little scared to know details. Um, so he is definitely talking to you about, um, any updates or anything like that, but he's not, he's very specific to not pry into where you're from or when you're from mm -hmm. or how you got here or anything like that. But he definitely like fills you in on like all the, the medical breakthroughs he can think of. Um, yeah. and I think he definitely fills you in on like a few like pop culture things here and there like oh you missed 
why is the only thing that popped into my head Britney Spears? Um, <laughs> I was like, 90s, Britney Spears. Um, you know what? Legit. <laughs> Queen of pop, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I do think there's brief, like, pop culture stuff. The the bigger names, like, throwing these yeah. out there. Like, you have to look this up. You have to look this up. This, this. Um, but a lot of it is medical and just information that you're like sincerely interested in mm -hmm. um any other notes for what you are doing while they are asleep it's kind of looking at the walls i think because I, I assume even if it's like an old unused part nobody ever took the posters down so like there are probably i imagine like diagrams of human anatomy and like explanations of like this is what looked the inside of a human eyeball looks like and all these different things and she's just like that was never her speciality mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's fascinating the amount of detail like the photographic detail of like the inside of a human eye like what <laughs> and her mind just a little blown in like the best way because she's finally getting to learn stuff and it's like familiar <laughs> I think there's a moment where he definitely starts talking to you about the um, bodies museum that opened up recently that he thinks he thinks you'd really like that. And he talks about how like it has the nervous system all stretched out for you to see and like the skeletal system, muscular system, all kinds of things like he, he fully nerds out on everything that you seem to be interested in. He seems to enjoy having something to talk about while he's working as well. And I think that's kind of how you pass the time. How many hit points are Peggy and Rose down right now? I was only down four. Okay. I'm only down two. Okay. Um, for healing, I rolled a four and I rolled a two. <laughs> nice. Perfect. So you, you will be fully healed. Um, wow. How that works though, is if you do something super like, dangerous or something that could potentially rip open that wound we will roll for that okay um because it's not like it's magically sealed up it's just now you have you're not in danger of dying from that wound anymore um so you can go ahead and mark your sheets that you are fully healed there um and peggy mm -hmm. you find yourself standing near the window Stacks of books are surrounding you. You recognize this for a moment as home. And then you remember this wasn't home. This was your nightmare, your torment. But it feels less scary this time. You see the windowsill. You see all of the books stacked up all around you from wall to wall to wall. But it's almost peaceful. And you stand here alone. What would you like to do? I would like to pick up a book at random and open it. Yeah, uh, you know what book this is. Um, it's the same book over and over and over and over, but they're all very pristine copies. They almost look new. Um, but you hold it in your hand, you flip to the um, the first page where you see, like, the author's name taking up all of it, and see Agatha Christie. 
I would just want to flip to the end, which is where, well, I would write all over the book, but at the very end, I wrote tons of crazy notes. I just want to flip to like the back page. There's like a blank page usually in the book. I had written over all over that previously. Is there anything there or is it clean? Uh, your notes are there. Okay. I'll put it back down. I'll kind of just sort of survey the room. Um, and when I put the book back down, I'm making sure that it's like exactly how it was. Um, is there a door in this room? Um, it takes you a moment because of all of the stacks of books, but you do see a door. Uh, it is closed, but you see one. Is there anything else, like any other items in the room besides books? Go ahead and make an alertness roll. Okay. Okay, got a 47. I'm pretty sure that's a success. Yes, because I have 60. Okay. Okay. Um, looking around this room, you can see there are various just... I don't really know how to put this. Um, Out-of-place items. They're not weird items by any means, but you see like a um, like a coffee cup on top of one of these stacks. Just in a weird place to set one. Uh, you see a um, like a roll of duct tape sitting on another one. You see a pocket watch sitting on another stack. Um, and as you're kind of walking and looking at all of these things, your foot kicks something. And you look down, and it is your badge, your police badge. I would definitely pick it up. You pick it up, and it looks old. It looks very, very old. I will pocket it. And based on everything that's happened, I think the, the watch would draw my attention. So I would like to examine the watch okay yeah you grab that um it's just a little pocket watch with like the case over it but you can see like the it's broken off so it's just an open-faced mm -hmm. pocket watch at this point you can see it's not ticking um it's not ticking okay it's, yeah it's not ticking it's still uh the glass is cracked and it looks very old as well um, are there any engravings on the watch? Um, no. Does it look like Max watch? It does kind of look like Max watch, <clears throat> but that front cover is missing. So you don't mm -hmm. know for sure. I would just kind of reverently hold it. And she's kind of speaking to the watch, like whispering in an ear. <clears throat> Mac, I wanted to let you know. I saw you. I know what you did. And I... Believe I know why 
I got out and you didn't. But it seems clear now that you're free. And if you didn't know it, then uh, I'm setting you free. And then she'll just put it back down. Okay. And if there's nothing else, and I can't remember if you said there was a door. Yes, <laughs> I mean, there is a door. There is a door. Okay. Um, and I didn't see anyone out the window. Um, no. Okay. Then I will just um, take one last look around. I'm not taking the book. Uh, but as um, I leave, I open the door, turn around, smile, just a small one, and say, bye, Aggie, and then walk out and close the door. Rose, mm -hmm. you... You find yourself standing outside of an open closet door. You expect to feel fear, but you don't. There's this mo this moment of like anticipation of of that chill that goes down your spine, but it's just not there. You keep waiting for the white hot fear to just swirl through your body, but it's calm, and you just look. The closet is completely empty. No towels, no bodies, no terror. It's just quiet. What would you like to do? I, 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 I guess I, if I have it open, I'm looking and there's nothing there. Um, I'm assuming it's just like a, like a pantry style closet, not something that can be walked into. Um, there's a little bit of room inside of it. Yes. Oh, I'll step inside and look around. Just see if, like, being in an enclosed space gives me any more anxiety. Yeah, you step in, and you're looking at the empty shelves. You're seeing, like, a good layer of dust on all of them. And you're still not afraid. Okay. All right. Step out and kind of look around everywhere else. You step out and kind of glance up and down this hallway, and it looks like that impossibly long hallway from the glass mansion where it just kind of continued on and on and on. But you remember the layout, and that's. That doesn't make sense. That's not where the closet was. But you're kind of looking back and forth and back and forth and you see one door that is slightly ajar on the opposite side. And you see shadow, almost as if someone is like pacing back and forth in the room. I'll go and crack the door open further. Hello? Yeah. As you push open the door, um... 
a smell kind of drifts into your senses. Both Peggy and Rose. You smell lavender and honeysuckle, dandelions, grass, parchment, ink, leather, all all hitting you at once. And you both hear a voice that says, this will never end, you know. And both of you, Peggy having, like, moving to exit that room, stepping out, and um, Rose pushing open a door to head in, you are both now standing in a room. It's not a room either of you recognize. You haven't seen it before. You can see... Um... It's a very, it's a small home, and you can see books are kind of stacked, but not in the way that they were stacked in the room you just came from, Peggy. They're they're different books. You can tell they're different um, lengths by different authors, different uh, bindings, but they're all stacked and with varying signs of um, the amount of use that has been had from them. The living room that you stand in is crowded, and Rose, you see a few different vases that you'd love to get your hands on at this exact moment. There's just this moment of, that could sell for the price of a house. <laughs> and they're, they were probably worth a lot then. You can imagine how much they're worth now. And you see someone is standing in this room with you. You see a woman stands near a writing desk where you see an old typewriter and she is brushing her fingertips along the keys. She wears like more of what you consider like adventurer's pants, like traveler's pants um, and a blouse. And she looks up at you and she says, whatever is doing this, it can't be killed. And again, you don't feel fear, but you don't know who this is. Who? Who are you? She looks sad, almost, that you're here, that you're talking to her right now. But she steps forward with kind of a kind smile, and she says, My name is Victoria Glass. Who are you? I'm Rose. And I'm I'm Peggy. And and with the confidence that she doesn't have in the um outside world, she will put a hand out to to Rose like an as an offer of like comfort to hold. Rose will take it without even like it's almost an automatic gesture. It's not so something that they she just interlace about. fingers, and it's very secure. And um, Peggy says, "Victoria Glass, I, I'm familiar with your work. I've <laughs> read it, and I'm a fan, <laughs> but uh." can't be a coincidence that we're seeing you here when we 
were in a mansion where you lived. So I'll ask you plain, why are you here? And what you mean, I can't be stopped. I'm not sure how I know. I just... I just know. We know that it exists, so it exists to us every day, if that makes any sense. It doesn't. What is it? I don't know. I, I'm sorry if I'm sorry if I'm not making sense, but I can try to tell you what I know. You just need to understand that it's it's all mixed up. It's all out of order. It's all out of order. And she says that as if that's like explanation enough. You mean time? Yeah. It took me a long time to find you. Time moves differently here, I'm sure you've noticed, but it's been a very long time. Why were you trying to find us? To help you. I don't really know how I can do that. I have all of these pieces and I... I've seen some of you at different times and I'm trying to help, but I feel like I'm I'm too early or I'm too late. You know, there are some questions that nobody should know the answers to. Like, like if you're looking in the mirror and you turn off the light, where does the version of you in the mirror go? Where do they go? Because there's a reason that we feel so alone in the dark. Well, you're a writer, aren't you? I mean, if you want to know where the person goes, then write it, make it up. She kind of turns and looks at the typewriter for a moment. And almost, like, gets lost in it for a second. You almost see her, like, moving to sit down. And then she stops and turns back around towards you. And she says, I have answers. But only sometimes. And I, I know that doesn't make sense. But time is different than we thought. It's not, it's not linear. It's overlapping. And I can try to help. But I need to know what you need to know. What What are your questions? How can I help you? Well, I don't really think, and she looks at Rose to make sure that Rose is like kind of on the same page, but we don't, we don't know that we care so much about stopping it or understanding it or defeating it, we want to be left alone. We want to escape it and leave the fight into someone else. I think we've had enough. 
she nods and I think we would like to know if there's a way a way to go back not necessarily for ourselves but if it's even possible it could be and she kind of looks over to a spot on the wall where you see a mirror was uh or at least a framed something was and has been removed and she says the mirrors are our doorways maybe they always have been or maybe they will be so they are and she sits and thinks on that for a moment and then whatever is doing this it's not it's not the house it's not my family i i i need someone to know that it's not my family the house has always been this way and it's not the house that's doing this but what's doing this is full of anger and danger because we filled it with those things it it invited us to this world without doors and we were terrified we ran we fought we tried to escape and it consumed that part of us it used our fears and it mirrored them we can't kill it because it is us we fed it, and we let it grow into this disease that spreads to anyone who touches it. You all have a piece of it now. But it's not too late for you. And her eyes kind of, like, flick down to your hands. And then flick back up. It's not too late for you. I don't know how to get it to let you go, but... Maybe that's not the answer. Maybe, sure, it can't be defeated, but maybe it can be trapped. Maybe it can be contained somewhere. Maybe... Maybe there's a way that it can't use the mirrors anymore. If we found a way to, to block it? Do you contain have... Contain you said it cannot be stopped. Do you have any sense of why? What does it what does it want? What is its desire? She thinks about this for a moment and you get the feeling that it's This is not something that she knows, but it's something that she feels, rather. And she just says, it collects. It collects people and, and places. Everywhere you've been since you've left this place for the first time is, it belongs to it now. Anyone you've talked to it can find them. Anyone. Why us? Great, why? I've been asking that same question for a very long time. Are you alive? I don't think so. Are we alive? Yeah.
to to know anything about the times. They're out of order. The one that we just came from, do you know anything about that time? I see it sometimes. I see it through the mirrors or I see it in the dark corners. Mm. I've seen you. I've seen... I've seen... Your friends? Uh, the, the agents? Well, it's questionable. Yeah, friends is a generous term. How? What do you mean? You mean through the mirrors you see us? Sometimes. Are you afraid of using the mirrors? I, I am now. I didn't always. Time is confusing. Are you? Are you trapped here? Why are you alone? If you're not alive, why do you have to be here? I was asking myself that question for a long time. But I think I'm here to help. I think I'm here to help trap it or or to help you get away. I don't I don't know. I I don't get the feeling I can leave. But you still have this tie to the world. You've seen it. You've been in it. I don't suppose you know how to trap it right now, do you? No. But I'll see your friend soon. Or... Or I have seen your friend. What? what who? What, what friend? Agent Pike. <gasps> Pike. We lost him in the house. You've seen Pike. I have or I will. Does that mean he's dead? No. No, he's alive. He'll have more information. I... It's all out of order. It's all out of order. Victoria. I feel I... must tell you that I'm an avid reader and your writing is, is beautiful and inspirational to me and um i don't know if you're able to feel joy anymore in this place but i hope that you get out i can tell that you have a great passion and love and good luck thank you it was it was nice to Meet you in person. I suppose. I, I guess that's what this is. This, this is real, right? We're. This is real, like dreams are real. Will we remember? I think so. Rose, quick! Think of a number between one and ten. Okay. Do you want me to tell you? Yes. Okay. Six. Six. 
a bit ominous of a choice, but all right, <laughs> just remember that. Think of it. I want to know if this is real when we wake up. Because lately I have been questioning what's real and not in what I've said and haven't. And, um, well, anyhow, don't forget that number. I, th I think this place... You know how when you wake up from a dream and you think about the dream and... and the more you think about it, the more you forget it. Yes. I think this place is a lot like that, but some of us remember when we're not supposed to. Maybe that's why us. Maybe this is where you go when you dream. Seems so trivial for everything we went through for that to be the reason. Perhaps. What's the last thing you remember before being here? Uh, I remember the doctor put in a very strange contraption on my face and saying something and falling asleep. Yeah. Same. Falling asleep. Do you think that if you're looking in a mirror and the light goes out you can't see it but you're still there what if you're not? Well, I, I've been thinking perhaps it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter which side of the mirror is, is the right one. The right one is when you're together and happy and with the people that you love. There's this moment where you hear her breathe in to say something. You hear the... And right before the words come out, Emily, you see Peggy and Rose both kind of jump awake. All right. Good job, Doctor. Where am I? Um... At a hospital in Boston. Um, the doctor here has patched you up quite nicely. Uh, much better than the Vertor I did, certainly. Um, how specific would you like me to be? Oh, my head hurts. Um, so we're still in a 2022. Um... I look at the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, I've accepted this. <laughs> it's fine. 
Um, yeah. He actually <laughs> just looks really, really busy uh, cleaning things right now. He's like, I'm not listening to any of this. <laughs> uh, well, you haven't moved, um, and I haven't moved, uh, so I think so, yes. Hmm. Rosal, can Peg I just look, over look at, at Peggy? <laughs> uh, Rose, I don't know why, but I have this urge to ask you, what's your favorite color? Uh, purple, but very light purple, like lavender. Like lavender. It's a My nice favorite choice. scent, too. Yeah. Really? That's, Efficient. That's um, I like a, a green, but like the color of moss. Um, grows sort of uh, in the land in Ireland. There's a lot of moss and it's got a very distinct color. Actually, color goes very nice with lavender, if you want to know the truth. It, it does. Is that... Is that real? Are you there? In... I saw... A woman with a typewriter. I didn't know. Emily, we might be able to help you. Um, I... Rose, what... Did... Does the number six mean anything to you? Yeah, it was real. It was real. Oh, it was real! <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm so happy it was real. All right, uh, Emily... We both had a share. The doctor's like, no, 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 no. I don't want to hear any of this. Um, I'll call, I'll call Agent Foster. You can be brought back to the. I I can't hear this. Okay. Why? Look, I I know what kind of shit Agent Foster gets into, and I don't want any part of it. I I, I patched you up. Here's a bag, and he like has a bag full of gear to like change your bandages and and kind of like uh packets of like instructions of how to properly clean um the wounds and um even something on like how to remove the stitches yourself if you need to and kind of like plops that bag down and is like i i'm stepping out i'm gonna go get foster i don't want to hear it and just turns and Wait, leaves the room <clears throat> as he's going okay. rose will grab him and just be like don't Look in mirrors for a while. <laughs> you seem die a little bit inside as there's like this fucking yeah. And, and just just assume to... you look fine. I am trying to save a man's life right now. I'm doing the best <laughs> I can. <laughs> just grab somebody. Don't look into any mirrors. Uh, he uh, leaves the room. Right, so what were you saying? Before traumatizing the poor doctor. <laughs> we had what could be a shared illusion, but let's just go with it, it was real. Uh, a vision. And Victoria Glass, who was a resident of the mansion, 
was there with the typewriter and she said, there's no way to defeat it. Whatever it is, that is after us. And she said, that time doesn't mean anything. It changes. It's not fluid. It's out of order. Out of order, that's right. Thank you, Rose. You have such a good memory. Uh, it's out of order. And that there's no way to defeat it, but we might be able to contain it somehow. And again, <laughs> we don't know how to do that, but it's she something. She said Agent Pike, Mike. Agent Pike's alive. Oh, that's right. Oh, Rose, you're beautiful. Smart. I'm just a little woozy. Uh, yes, Agent Pike, whom we lost in the house. The mansion is, is alive and we have to find him. I, I wouldn't even know where to start besides the house, but perhaps the agents will find something in, in the building that'll lead us back to, to him. I... Uh, I suppose we've earned some rest. Uh, what say we go, go back to the motel and um, sleep it off and wait till they come back? Yeah, quite right. It's not really our responsibility anymore. Right. Maybe they won't come back. Maybe we can... Um, Get a job at that liquor store. <laughs> I don't know if he ever wants to see us again. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Um, well, I'm sure uh, there are other options. Um, any basically anybody we talk to is is in danger of it finding them. We don't, we don't know what it is, but. I see. Right then. I think you hear Agent Foster in the doorway say, and I think you just answered the question for why Mars Corp wanted you dead. Right. Makes sense. What I don't understand is why would Mars Corp seemingly want to perpetuate it? Or am I reading that wrong? I don't know. That's Do they what... actually want to stop it? I I'm not sure. That's hopefully what the agents are figuring out by investigating the building. But look, for now, let's get you some new clothes. Shall we? Sounds good. So you're not going to kill us now that you've heard that? The program was never going to kill you. Okay. Okay. So how did Mars Corp infiltrate the program then? Mars Corp has been friendly to the program for as long as the program has existed. I don't know when that changed. Mm. Well, now that we know the time is out of order, then um, I may never find that out. 
But um, let's go buy some clothes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're gonna get some clothes and we're gonna let you experience McDonald's. And kind of turns around <laughs> and says, McDonald's. <laughs> is that a Scottish uh, restaurant? Is that a clothing store? What is it? <laughs> um, sounds, sounds like it could be Irish. And home for you, perhaps. You're still pretty out of it at this point. Um, I think I think Foster would like have you wait there, like wait here for a little while. Um, but you're kind of you don't have the luxury of just chilling in this hospital. Like you're here in secret. They kind of need to get you out. So, um, you are kind of helped back to the car, uh, and Foster begins slowly driving, um, to bring you to get something to eat. Uh, and... I imagine Rose and Peggy are still pretty loopy <laughs> from the anesthesia. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually gets you the food, and takes you to basically like a kind of strip mall of sorts parks and lets you eat before fussing or worrying about any clothes or anything this, this is the saltiest thing i've ever had in my life I... and it's yeah, simultaneously I... disgusting and satisfying is i this considered good food i don't know I don't know it. I'm fucking starving. I'm not sure how I feel about this. It doesn't look real. Was it was this an animal once? What is this? It doesn't look like it. Perhaps huh. if you stick your pinky out while you're eating it, it will help. It really doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was worth a try. <laughs> She's very careful to hold the wrapper, obviously, <laughs> and just <laughs> it's not quite sure how to. <laughs> I think it definitely takes a little while to. Um... All I know is this is not how you cook a potato. <laughs> um, you notice you're sitting in this parking lot for a little while, and. It is well past dark by the time Foster says anything about getting out and looking at clothes. Everything in the strip mall is closed uh, at the time that she finally decides, okay, time to go, and gets up. And at the clock probably is, it's probably close to like 1130. Um, all cars gone. And... She begins heading up to a building to open the door and let you in. I am looking for buttons. There is a shocking lack of buttons in everything I've been given, so I'm familiar with buttons and that's where I'm going. Okay. I am looking for dresses, maybe a, like a little of her needlets, something. Um, I wouldn't say super conservative, but definitely not what 
I, Chrissy, would typically wear. So something, <laughs> something a little bit more covering, and um, maybe maybe something even with like some softer colors or something. Uh, Emily is looking for what can only be described as business casual or business formal, <laughs> um, and some color. Hence. Hmm. Uh, bonus if she can find some like leather gloves instead of the doctor's glove or the you know the medical gloves that she's been wearing because she knows they're more durable <laughs> yeah yeah I want like a button up blouse and some slacks and some like sensible shoes yes and maybe a blazer or a cardigan if I can find it <laughs> I think you can absolutely find anything that you're looking for in here and I think I think Foster even like throws down a bag for like a, just a few extra things like just to give you um, options for outfits different days I think you'll you would definitely be able to find like multiple pairs of gloves as well um, probably all <laughs> like leather um, style gloves, uh, different colors, though, uh, to kind of go with the various different colors that you've chosen of basically the same outfit over and over and over. Um, and... So what I do in real life. <laughs> <laughs> and I think of anything modern that Peggy is attracted to the sunglasses, like, <laughs> that seems very cool. And so she's probably gonna pick, like, a pair of big... Like big oh, yeah. plastic, like shades. <laughs> Absolutely. But every, yeah, everything else would be more her 20s style, except for that. I think the thing that throws Emily off the most is the severe lack of pockets. Because women's mm. skirts back in the day had massive pockets. The fake so these pockets. pants are like, yeah, she goes to <laughs> she pulls on a pair of pants and there's fake. And it's just like, Emily's going to freak out when she discovers cargo pants. <laughs> uh. <laughs> God. Oh, she. Uh... I think Emily would want to watch um, after losing hers. Could I look for a piece of jewelry that I think Rose might like? Yes. Um. <laughs> I love how I'm like shy, like a real person. <laughs> Just, <laughs> every time I feel like I look like a child. <laughs> Absolutely. I think I think there's enough going on in here that you don't even have to like roll for it if you want it to be a secret. You yeah. can just pick something out. I want to find something that is like pearl or opalescent. Okay. Weirdly enough, that's my favorite jewelry. Uh, I just had a feeling. Uh, it's your skin tone. <laughs> um, something else I want to know. I want to know what each of you choose for sleepwear oh definitely like if if emily cannot find like a nightgown she will find a very large t-shirt 100 <laughs> percent. i want long sleeves and long pants probably like you know like a nightgown like set like no like the, the like the button up like long shirt and pants kind of like what you would see a man wearing with like a nightcap but not with the nightcap probably that's what peggy would want um rose would go for a slip style nightgown 
Okay, okay. Something a little less conservative. Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) I really wanted somebody to have footy pajamas. (laughs) (laughs) We just have, I just want one scene where we're going down the escalator, all of our bags, and we're laughing. (laughs) You're laughing and then you're wincing in pain a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) So you have this uh, whole new wardrobe. Um... The bag is, like, thrown into the car. You get back into Foster's car, and it... It's one of those moments where you feel like today has been, like, an eternity. Uh, It is late. It's probably close to 1 a.m. by the time you arrive back at the motel. Um, Foster pulls up. uh, Helps those of you that need help. The motel room is unlocked, opened, the three of you go in, um, I think Foster just says, like, a very tired goodnight. (laughs) Foster will check up on you again in the morning, and Foster leaves. Um, so for the first time since, you know, this morning... The three of you are alone in this motel room again, and there's almost like this not quite coming home feeling because, I mean, you've only been here a couple days, but you're back in this cramped room. You can see all of your paper cups on the uh, on the table with the bottle that was just, you know, slammed down um, that you left here, but you're now, I mean, in new outfits, you're holding a bag of new things. And while you you hurt, there's this, like, stiffness and soreness to your wounds because they have been, like, you know, re-poked at and cleaned and re-bandaged. So there's this soreness, but you have your bag of, like, medical gear, you have your bag of clothes, and the three of you stand here in this room, flip the light on. What would you like to do? Oh, that was that was a day. It didn't uh, exactly end uh, the way I thought it would, but I think we're um, better off than we were before. Certainly feels like it. I think I would like a shower. Uh, Emily. Uh, I think we need some ice. There's an ice bucket. And uh, perhaps you could uh, take it and... (laughs) Peggy, um, you know what? I'm going to take my night things and I'm going to turn the shower on and I'll turn the... the loud thing that gets the the fan on and um, I'll just be in there for a little while. Yes? All right. You two have fun. Uh, and she'll just grab the bag and net in. So there's like a moment of awkwardness, but I think Peggy is kind of like a little more resolved than she has been before. Um, and sits on the bed and kind of just pats it, you know, like motioning for Rose to sit down. She will um, 
tentatively is not the right word, but almost like filled with anxiety about what's about yeah. to be said. <laughs> I, uh, Rose, I, we have this moment. I wanted to say something to you. I know it's, it's been strange and The other day when I was being worked on by the vet, the veterinarian, um, at first I thought the things that I said to you were in my own mind and it wasn't until we were playing that game that Emily made me aware that it was real and uh, I don't know, I, I feel all types of things, I'm embarrassed and I'm nervous and at the same time I feel like there's something and it's getting to the point where I feel like we should just address it um, and also I, I got her something and she she just like pulls out the little wrapped there's like a, just a little bit wrapped parcel from her bag of clothes from like Plato's closet or wherever they were and um it's clearly not real but it you know it's what peggy thinks would would look nice it's like a gold chain and there's little drop pearls going all, all around the side like it's dainty and it's pretty and um she's like <clears throat> eh. i saw this um doesn't look like that shop had the best things but of everything there, I thought this was the loveliest, and then, well, it should, it should go, you know, on the loveliest. So Rose is like shaking, and she kind of looks down at it. I, I thought you, I thought you regretted it. No, why? Why would you think that? You didn't say anything after you came back, and so I oh. just, I, you're the bravest of the two of us. I, I thought, I, I've been afraid to say anything. I thought you didn't want me to. I'm sorry. I... All right, let me speak plain, because. Wait, I. Go ahead. You, you have been the one that has been brave enough to say something. And Peggy is very visibly relieved at hearing those words, and she, like, sits back. I have built my entire life around discerning and evaluating the value of unique, beautiful, priceless treasures. That's That's been my whole adult life. I think you might be worth more than all of them combined. So yeah, um, <sighs> I, I'm 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 sorry I hadn't said anything until now. I, I I thought you either didn't remember what you said or you regretted saying it, and I don't I don't know how to feel like this. I won't make that mistake again. I've been a little bit nervous. I haven't had the chance to ask. 
back before, there were some, there was women who were outspoken and trying to stir up a, a ruckus about women being able to love each other, but it really didn't have much steam. And I haven't a sense now of if it's different or not. I haven't had the courage to ask. Uh, but I like you. I, and maybe, maybe more than that. And I want to, I guess what, I want to see where it, it could go. I don't, I don't think I care if, if it's considered acceptable now. <laughs> well, in that case, can I fucking kiss you? Yeah. And then I think it's it's very tentative at first. Like it's a very slow get to get. It's not one of those movies where they just jump on each other. I don't think. I think it's like a constant, <laughs> like, hesitating, not hesitating. Like, and then there's like, I think like the lips touch, and then it's and then it's it's comfortable. I feel like it would be comfortable pretty right away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then just probably a lot of giggling and holding. Like, I love that. Uh, I think, I think the camera just like pans over, like away from you, mm -hmm. and kind of moves over and focuses on the bathroom door. I think Emily does take a shower, um, and then when it things start to go quiet, she'll leave the water on, but just kind of dry her hair and get changed and just kind of hang out for a little while. Uh, <laughs> to give them some time. Okay. Um, I think there's this moment, like, as you're drying your hair, where you hear, like, a squeak. Like, like something is, just, like, rubbing up against the shower wall. You just hear, like, that... Meh. So, look over at it. You look over, <laughs> and you watch as... Another line is drawn, and another, and another. You hear the squeaking as it's just written on the shower wall from the wetness of the wall itself. You, you have to look at it quickly before it kind of all falls down. You see their numbers. Seven, three, four, nine. And because we haven't had one this session, I'm going to have you roll sanity for me. Yeah, no, you know. <laughs> you couldn't just let it end on a kiss. And that's that's 31. That's a success. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're just like, this is fine. This is, you know, <laughs> this is relatively normal. Um, I think she stares at it and then recognizing that it was on Sanford's arm doesn't isn't afraid because she trusts him um, and knows that he is somewhere in theory. Um, and it might actually give her the vaguest little inkling of hope that he might still be alive. Um, she will take, I guess her finger, it's a shower. It's in theory clean and writes Stanford question mark. Uh, you see, the little water drop that's kind of run down 
you hear the squeaking again as it's writing on like a different place. You see the lines moving and it says N O. Heck. Mm-hmm. I will write Victoria question mark. I just pictured this like sporadic <laughs> writing at this point. <laughs> writing on different parts. Yeah. Uh, you hear you hear the squeaking again and you're kind of looking to see where it's coming from and you look down at, at the bottom corner and it says N O. And then you hear squeaking again. Mm. And you kind of are searching for it. And you look over to the corner where you see um, J M M F. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. I would like to make it very clear. She is doing this in beautiful cursive. <laughs> um, she doesn't print. <laughs> Emily does not print. Um, and she writes, uh, thank you for the safe house. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's that's the end yeah. of it. You don't get any yeah. other response. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she'll just sit there, I guess, on the countertop and just stare at the thing until y'all let her back in. <laughs> I'm just gonna go politely knock on the door. Emily, um, I I think the hot water might be running out. Are you not cold? You can come out. Uh, Emily comes out. She is bone dry. <laughs> um, but the water was still running just now. Yes. All right, all right. <laughs> I assume you two had your I don't need to know. It's none of my business. I'm going to take that one. You two can take the other one, if that's all right. Uh, And she'll climb into bed. (laughs) Rose is all of a sudden second-guessing her skimpy nightgown. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I uh, got two of these numbers. If you want one of these. No, I think Peggy's very respectful and like very much like wanting to take this thing slow. Um, I could, uh, I could sleep. I'm happy to sleep on the floor. Oh, no, 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 that's okay. I just didn't want to, I didn't want to offend you. I didn't really think about it. I just thought it was so pretty. It's a pretty color. Uh, doesn't offend me and, uh. Yes, it is. Peggy just hit puberty. That was such. <laughs> that was such the like most awkward gay oh. noise. I love it. So the most awkward gay noise. That's the oh kind of like God. noise you hear out of the out of like an anime character when they're being. That is a noise cl- cloud strife would have made. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, How about this? Oh my, I think we broke Carrie. (laughs) (laughs) So I think Peggy, probably, you know, being a gentleman, would sleep on top of the sheet and let Peg, you know, Rose sleep under the sheet, but would probably go for a spoon. If you hadn't, Rose would have, like, 
slowly like scooted over and at one point in time like even if she was half asleep like reached back for you i think it's a lot of the very very overly loud sheets you know <laughs> <laughs> You know how when you're in a theater and someone is trying to open candy really quietly? (laughs) (laughs) And so they do it slower. Yeah, and it's worse. But it's like louder. (laughs) You would just do it. (laughs) At some point, Emily just like tosses a throw pillow. (laughs) Goodness sake. (laughs) Will you two settle down? Couldn't a fourth person have lived? (laughs) I couldn't. Fortunately, I don't think most of them were my type. (laughs) Wow. (sighs) I am in pain. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, so we're all going to sleep? Yep. Great, I need every single one of you to make a sanity roll, please. No! Cool. (laughs) We're not doing anything! Oh, shoot. I got a two. I'm very happy. Nice. And You're very happy. Un- I'm, unbothered. <laughs> I'm completely unbothered. <laughs> I got a 28. Nice. Because you both are so happy. I got a 30 yes. under 40, so I also succeeded. I'm just so okay. happy these two got their shit together. <laughs> At some point in the middle of the night, we'll say it's like 4 a.m. Um, what happens? Um, when we got back from shopping, Agent Foster took the phone and the key and put it on the bedside table. And I think without really thinking about it at all, Emily reaches over and grabs it and flips it open, and the mut- buttons line up, and she dials 7349 and hits the green button. As soon as you put the phone to your ear, there's just silence, but it's like occasionally there's a clicking, as if it's reaching somewhere. There's Something on the other end is just an occasional click. Click. Every time you think it's like a deadline, there's noise. And something just won't let you hang up. And you sit there for a moment in the complete silence of the room. And then you hear a voice that you don't recognize. It almost sounds like multiple voices, like like multiple people are speaking at the same time. You hear, Everything you think you know is wrong. The only way out is through, and one of you will die. If one of us has to die, just make it me. state are we in currently state of madness 
<laughs> also that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just let's just keep playing. It's fine. Let's let's call. <laughs> no, let's call the, the guys. Yeah, let's call <laughs> the agents. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>